Likuti Sichus, Volume 16, The Sicha Vayakel Pikude, title, Keeping It Alive. This week's Torah reading is the portions of Vayakel and Pikude together as one. The Rebbe presents a question on a Rashi in each of these portions and then brings them together through the answer. So, in portion Vayakel, on the verse and all the women whose hearts uplifted them with wisdom spun the goat. So Rashi comments, it says spun the goat. So he says, this constituted a superior skill for they, meaning the women, spun it on the backs of the goats. Now, Rashi does not explain to the student of what benefit it is to have, quote, spun it on the backs of the goats. When seemingly, it is the contrary. The work would be of better quality if spun more efficiently once cut from upon the backs of the goats. Additionally, being that, quote, the men came together with the women. That's what the verse says. And Rashi says, what does it mean together? It means next to. In other words, the men were following the women, meaning that the devotion of the men was secondary to that of the women then why do we find this, quote, super skill only by the goats here and not by the wool of the bottom curtain roof, where the verse also explicitly states, quote, and every wise-hearted woman spun. So why does Rashi only say this superior skill when it comes to the second roof curtain made of goats here and not on the first, concerning the first Curtain, which was made out of the linen and the different colored wools. Now, in Parshas Pekude, Rashi comments, Moses commanded Bezalel to first make the furnishings and afterwards the tabernacle. Bezalel said to Moses, surely it is the way of the world, meaning the usual way, first to build a house and then to place the household utensil in it. So Moses replied to him, so indeed did I hear from the mouth of the Holy One, blessed be he. And then Rashi concludes, and so he did. But Saul first made the tabernacle, and afterwards he made the furnishings. That's what Rashi says. Question. Being that the tabernacle was made in, quote, the way of the world, and the way of the world is to first build the walls and afterwards the roof, and yet nevertheless we find that the roof curtains were made first, and only afterwards were the beams that made up the walls made. And not only in actuality, but so do we find this order in Moses commanding the Israelites. How come that was okay, but Saul had no questions about that? The explanation. Let us begin with two emphases within the Rashi of Ayakel. One, why doesn't Rashi begin with, why does Rashi begin with they, the women spun it on the back of the goats, and then explain this constituted a superior skill? Especially since starting with the pronoun this before telling us what this is talking of isn't proper writing structure. Number two, why does Rashi change the wording of the verse which says with wisdom and instead Rashi uses the words superior skill? Rashi's reasoning is being that the earlier verse already stated and every wise-hearted woman spun with her hands and they brought spun material, blue, purple, and crimson wool and linen. And nevertheless, now in the next verse, it isolates spun the goat here, with again making mention that we are speaking of women whose hearts uplifted them with wisdom. Hence, 
it is self-evident that this spun of the goats here is distinctly different than the previous verses wise-hearted women spun with their hands of all the other materials. And what is the distinction that the verse, and Rashi, I quote you the Rashi in the Talmud, when he talks about this concept that they spun while it was on the back of the goats, he writes, they, extra, they extrapolated from the verse, spun the goat, meaning upon the goat's body. So Rashi sees the verse is pointing out an, a distinction. And what is that distinction? That it was spun while still upon the goat's back. Now, we have to understand why. Here, the student understands of what special value this superior skill is. The student already learned in Genesis concerning the different offering of Cain and of Abel, in which Abel's offering was of the living animal kingdom, while Cain's was not. And being that Abel brought from the more valued, hence, quote, and God turned to Abel unto his offering, but to Cain unto his offering he did not turn, end quote. Thus, it is self-understood to the student that when God commands, take for me an offering to make for me a sanctuary, and I will dwell in their midst, that the Israelites would bring of the highest caliber offering possible. Therefore, when it is possible to spring the threads, the hairs, while they are still growing and part and parcel of the living animal kingdom, and bring it as such, spun and yet still one with the goat, definitely this would be a far superior take from me an offering. However, concerning the wool, being that the wool has to first be dyed into, quote, blue, purple, and crimson wool, therefore the take from me an offering, and much less so it's being spun of the wool, could not be as part and parcel of the living animal kingdom. Now, being that Rashi is coming from the concept that spun of the goats here was distinctly different, that it was spun while still upon the goat's back, that it's being self-evident to the student, therefore Rashi is careful to tell us that this is about it being a superior skill and not about women whose hearts uplifted them with wisdom. Rashi changed the words from wisdom to superior skill. With this, Rashi's clear implication is that we are not just speaking of the spawned on the backs of the goats being a, of a higher offering, but also of its being a finer skilled craftsmanship, being that while connected and alive, the goat's hair is softer and moister. And with this, we can now turn to the Rashi of Pikude with a clear understanding of why the roof curtains had to be made before the wall beams were, even though the way of the world is to build the walls before the roof. Being that the women's devotion had them work swiftly, the spinning of the goat's hair, and then swiftly bringing it while still alive on the goat's back, therefore the shearing could not be prolonged. The reasons being, one, the goats here were still growing, so you had to cut it. And number two, according to Jewish law, it would be forbidden to cause unnecessary pain to a living creature in prolonging its total freedom from having its hair bound together. After which, once they had to share it swiftly, they couldn't wait till after they build the beams, then the closer the weaving is to the shearing, the better 
being that the goat's hair is softer and moister. Now let's look at this from the legal aspect. The law is that women are only obligated to perform the mitzvot that are not defined within any time constraints. Now, concerning the mitzvah of constructing the holy temple, we learn, and I quote to you from the Talmud that says, from the verse, and on the day that the tabernacle was erected, that's the verse in the book of Numbers. So we learn now from the emphasis on the day, quote, we erect it during the day, but not, we do not erect it at night. So therefore, the mitzvah of building the tabernacle is a mitzvah that is constrained with time and hence does not, is not obligated upon the woman. Now, according to Rabbeinu Tam, he's one of the grandchildren of Rashi who became one of the people, the sages of Tosvot. Now, he rules that a woman cannot prepare a mitzvah of which she is not obligated to observe. Hence, how can the woman have spun the wool for the tabernacle when there is not a mitzvah, building the tabernacle is not a mitzvah that the woman is obligated? So Rabbi Yosef Rosen, Rosen known as the Rogachava genius, explains that concerning the existence of a holy temple, there are two mitzvot. One is the actual building of the holy temple, and this mitzvah is only during the day. However, there is a second mitzvah of having a temple in which to bring sacrifices built. And this mitzvah is with, without. There, there is no time of, of a day constraint. There can be no having a temple in which to bring sacrifices is permissible while any part of the tabernacle which is not crucial in rendering it a temple kosher to bring sacrifices in and must only be made because the mitzvah of the actual building a tabernacle with this included is not permissible for a woman to prepare. So in other words, the rugged shava, he's separating the two. The mitzvah of building the holy temple, which includes all the details, even that which is not necessary to render it a holy temple fit for sacrifices, that has a time constraint. However, the mitzvah of having a temple in which to bring sacrifices, which this applies only to the components which will render the tabernacle fit, that a woman could prepare because it has no time constraints. Now, with this, we have an amazing legal insight to this Rashi. The tabernacle had three roof covers, curtains. The bottom one was made out of linen and color walls. The one on top of that was the goat's hair. And we're not going to talk about the third one right now. The Talmud in Tractic Shabbat rules that the verse, quote, he placed the tent upon it. He's calling one of the curtains tent. Is referring to the bottom roof curtain because that's the one you can see when you're in the tent. Meaning the Talmud only sees the bottom roof curtain to be necessary to render the tabernacle fit for bringing sacrifices. And hence, according to the Talmud, women may prepare the spinning of its threads of all the wools, but not the goat's hair for the goat's hair roof curtain, the second one. However, Rashi clearly states that the women were the ones who spoke the goats here. For Rashi follows his approach in which Rashi says that his approach is always the simple meaning of the scripture. In which Rashi defines the, he placed the tent above it to mean, quote, they are the curtains of goat here.
Hence, Rashi tells us that the woman spinning the goat's hair on the goat's back was a superior skill, meaning the actual work of preparing the mitzvah of making the goat's hair roof curtain, because according to Rashi, even the goat's hair curtain roof is an object which is part of rendering the tabernacle fit for being a place of sacrifices, which is the mitzvah, which is not constrained to time. Note, the Talmud states an opinion that extrapolates from the verse whose hearts uplifted them with wisdom that spinning wool while still connected to the animal is not punishable for desecrating Shabbat since it is a wisdom and not a skill, a work. Now, some commentaries want to force this opinion upon Rashi, being that he states the women spun it as such in the construction of the tabernacle, which serves as the foundation of what constitutes work. We look at the tabernacle to see what they did there to define what constitutes work on Shabbat. However, with understanding that Rashi is explicitly calling this a superior skill and not a wisdom, we do not have to confine Rashi to this solitary opinion of it being a wisdom not punishable for desecrating the Shabbat, but rather, according to Rashi, even spinning it on the unusual way of spinning of the goat's hair or the wool on the back of the animal is considered a superior skill and was part of the actual doing of the Mishkan. The lesson. Of what eternal lessons is the one-time tabernacle building experience of A, superior skill they spun it on the back of the goats, and B, that regardless of it being contrary to the ways of the world, they made the roof curtains before the wall beams. So, lesson number one. When God blesses one with a superior skill, they must use it not only for their personal gain, but for the service of making for him, blessed be he, a dwelling place in the lower physical world. Lesson number two, the importance of alleviating pain from a fellow, including the pain of a spiritual nakedness from mitzvah and spiritual hunger from Torah study. If we are taught concerning alleviating pain from an animal, even when it is in contrast to not only the ways of the world because of our human approach, but how God commanded the ways of the world to be, we give priority to the animal's pain nevertheless, how much more so when it comes to a fellow human, a fellow Jew, and of their spiritual pain.